Hello and welcome to episode twenty-one of Hockey in One Hundred One Podcast. I am Akshay, and the usual sidekick. You got to stop saying that. <laughs> you got to stop acting like one. You, you, I, you got to start. I act like a sidekick. Yes, you. You, you need you to start yourself? researching. You need to start <laughs> researching more subjects for the podcast. Uh, for that, I have minions. I mean, a minion, a big one, which is you. Yeah. So as long as that is the case, you are the sidekick. No, Robin. minion is the sidekick. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, that's why you are the sidekick. I'm Batman. Forget it. Okay. So, what do you want to talk about? I think this is again uh, gonna be one very. Oh, are we on the topics straight away? No, I'm I'm on the themes first. I mean, mm. it is again gonna be one very EV centric episode, right? Yeah, but I think most of Without our episodes are because that's what's happening, right? That's what's the theme in the current scenario. All 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 the car makers are coming out with. Something or the other, just about EVs. I think not just car makers, tire makers as well. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with that. Right. So a uh, couple of days ago, I, I noticed the news uh, that Bridgestone is gonna invest more in developing tires for EVs, and they had set a timeline for 2030 for a major chunk of their tires being EV specific. And that sort of got me wondering. Like, I mean, they are just tires. Right. right. I mean. You one will question: Is it a branding exercise like most of the other companies are doing? Right. Just just to ride the wave. Right. On the EV wave, or uh, are they onto something? I mean, I have I have some theories, but obviously, I I wanted to discuss this, which is why I mentioned this news. Right. Because it's not as straightforward as simply labeling, right? No. So you wanna get started on that? I think the biggest uh, the. Reason I guess uh, a EV should have special tires is because of its weight. You know that, right? Fair enough, right? And uh, I think the more powerful and the like longer range it has, the more weight it has. Right. So because uh, this also comes from the fact that recently Tesla uh, took its Model S Plaid on the Nurburgring, right? Right. And uh, we know that it had like for an EV to complete that Nurburgring's. For twenty plus miles, whatever I forgot the exact uh, the the distance of the circuit, but uh, you need a battery management, some some special kind of battery management just to keep the batteries cool. Right, and Fair that enough. is why most of the people think that the 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 driver was coasting at the end of the lap. Because, oh yeah, so the end part they Under, are understandable, right? To, because just to keep temperatures are a challenge with like squeezing performance out of EVs. Right, but another big challenge for any of the EVs on Nurburgring is basically the weight. Right, which puts a lot of pressure on the tires. I think we discussed this on the last episode that the, the yeah yeah we 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 spoke about how impressive the the lap time that Model S Plaid uh, has got because. Uh, it is not simply a performance sedan. It is a performance EV, which is significantly heavier than the the uh, sort of petrol-powered counterparts. Right. So. Uh, and it is still a comfortable yeah. luxury sort of. Exactly. But we car. we we didn't specifically talk about the tires, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, we can arrive there. So now. that that is one of the big reasons because we know that heavier the car is, right? Bigger the toll on the tires, right? Uh, hot tires immediately, you know, makes it Wear really. Out. Not wear out. It makes it very difficult. It uh, it loses its uh, stickiness. It oh, does. I, it does. Oh, I thought tires are supposed to be hot to perform. No, after 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 right, a certain I mean, there is a threshold. Obviously, right. <laughs> even in MotoGP and F1, we know that like if they push the car, really right, right. Hard, they start to wear out quickly. Then then again, it's it's horrible for performance. And you start and getting blisters on the F1 tires. 
uh, in MotoGP, in the case of MotoGP, if the tires are really hot, then all of a sudden you can't corner at the same speed, things like that. Right. And uh, because it starts affecting the shape as well, I think. Right. Uh, and the compounds, you know, the structure in general. Right. Right. Uh, road tires are not built like slicks. We know that. Obviously. They are. They are not as sensitive to temp- uh, temperature changes. Right. But still. When you're trying to lug a three-ton or two-and-a-half-ton car right. on a racetrack at that speeds, it 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 does you know make the tires really hot and and you know I it, think it, I, it it really slows slows the car down. Right. Uh, so another factor I would like to add here is that like most of the performance tires, they are not particularly built with a very high load rating. In fact, mo- uh, most of the supercars they they they're significantly lighter right. than uh, what an average average luxury car you'll find right and I, I think that is also another spot where bridgestone is looking at because even the performance evs the like the ev hypercars or supercars even they are not light pretty heavy yeah. yeah so i think that is one factor another factor i would say is torque that's true yeah because uh an ic engine even uh, the high performance ones they don't drop torque like like an EV does. Even if it does, uh, we are talking about all EVs. We are not talking about only high performance. Right, tires, right, right, right. Yeah. Bridgestone is talking about all EVs, and all right. EVs have like, the initial torque is pretty impressive, almost like a supercar or a sports car at least. Right, right. Even the slower ones. I mean, for in any segment, a EV is quicker off the line. From a standstill, right. EV is uh, quicker than a comparable uh, IC engine vehicle. Right, and uh, I guess. An EV with a bad tire, like I, I won't say a bad tire, a normal tire, it won't be able to put down the torque and that efficiently wear out the tire much faster. Yeah, it won't be able to put down the torque as efficiently as a good tire will do. Sorry, I, I would like to uh, take a tangent here. Uh, have you noticed that people driving EVs are behaving the same way that people who switch from small petrol engines to turbo diesel engines do? <laughs> Like instead of planning their overtakes, they are aggressively pulling out and then aggressively flooring the throttle to sort of dart off the the uh, behind. Dart Especially off the behind. in the case of smaller EVs, like yeah, I mean b- most commonly we have seen Nexon EV only, right? right? That is, I think, one of the most popular EVs around that right. we see. Right. And uh, this this is something I've observed with multiple uh, Nexon EV drivers. That instead of planning their overtake as someone with a with a petrol power card or even a smaller diesel power card would do, right. they are aggressively pulling out uh, into the overtaking lane and then just flooring the throttle and aggressively flying off. <laughs> I have I have seen that. Right. I'm pretty sure everybody has. Yeah. Because that's what you do, right? Go from maybe this this novelty will wear off eventually. Uh, but do you think so? Uh, so I'll I'll be entirely honest. I've got a couple of friends. I grew up with who started driving with small petrol hatchbacks, then larger petrol sedans, right. and then they moved to either very torquey diesel hatchbacks like the the Polo 1.5 diesel, right, or or like the likes of Jeep Compass and all. Hmm. And uh, I would say their driving has only gone downhill since they moved to those torquey diesels. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I don't think so. This is going to go away. Yeah. So I, I think this is a, a significant change in driving behavior that's going to stick around. Right. Particularly here because uh, the, the petrol powered uh, low end cars are, are like pretty dud when it mm. comes to uh, initial acceleration. Mm. Thankfully, the scooters are not that capable that 
<laughs> the electric scooters yeah but i, I don't no, see them doing but, it by the way uh, sorry uh, you know uh, the the case with zero right no so a lot of people were struggling and people even people who were uh, used to riding more powerful motorcycles okay they were struggling with zero oh okay yeah. I, i know now i know what you're talking yeah, about yeah yeah right? they 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 there were a lot of incidents where they would high side and all right because they were not just prepared for the talk even the power delivery system the, the management wasn't that great zero was already just starting out right right now right. i guess they have fine tuned it yeah i'm, I'm pretty sure they'll they'll uh, they they have the a data, closed, have... closed loop where they are uh, sort of feeding in the the feedback that right. they're getting right uh, but this was i think a initial issue i i remember this this was from like what 3 or 3 years back 3 Let, let's see what the the uh, old people buying ether and the likes have to say let's see let's Uh, let these scooters reach in their hands and and see how it goes. I can't wait to ride one myself. I, I'm yeah. still to ride an electric scooter. I I can't believe myself that I I haven't ridden an electric right. scooter till date. And and I mean that is obviously sad considering that we are hosting this podcast and you are uh, talking a lot without uh, experience. Only electric scooters we are talking about. Yeah, I'm I'm talking about everything else. I, I have no no, but but we talk a lot about electric scooters on this podcast. we just say that it's going to be the next thing next big thing and that's happening <laughs> yeah, it is it is you don't need to ride one for that i mean you, you need to you need to you need to have first hand experience i, uh, I hope i, yeah. I, I soon get to ride it right uh, and, and by the way uh, i mean we have mentioned it a couple of times there are shitload of players in the ev scooter space right i won't say shitload but yeah it's it's no it's there, are, there are there are shitload there are shitload like they are it's, in like high, high high two digits in india So it's still not shit load, but yes, it's it's starting to mushroom. Yeah, I, I mean even today, like every uh, two three days, I notice some Zomato delivery rider with a different kind of a scooter. with a different. I mean a, a brand that I've not heard of at all. Okay. Uh, these electric scooters. Something interesting you came across? I mean I don't know. I know. I mean interesting looks wise, they they all look pretty. I would say loud. Okay. uh but then again you don't know what is under the skin right. uh and honestly it is hard to judge with scooters hmm. i mean you don't know what's lurking underneath true true and uh, sorry talking of scooters did you see this uh, yamaha one that they've launched i mean i'm i'm going away from the ev scooters oh that's what i was thinking it, it, when did yamaha launch a electric scooter yeah yeah i'm i'm, I'm forgetting the name Eros or Eros or I don't know I, I forgot the name but I, I think it's Yamaha Eros A E R O double S or something but, like that. But uh, considering the fact that it is powered by the same 150 cc 155 now 155 actually 155 cc engine from the R 155 yeah I am interested actually like I mean do you think the, now finally Aprilia has Aprilia scooters now has some competition Aprilia right. never took off but every uh, scooter like performance i want to say performance enthusiast a motorcycle enthusiast they liked it liked it plus right? uh, in fact all the people i know who own a aprilia um, sr150 i think sr150 so they are the people who were either very much into motorcycles then gave up riding or, or have it as a second or have it as like to complement their uh, either a middleweight or a super bike even even their their uh, ride to the supermarket Not I would I would say supermarket just to buy milk it has to be sporty right so that's why they got the, their Aprilias yeah but uh, we know the I, problem I think, with the Aprilia never had the kind is, of there is also image thing there is also image thing true yeah 
But it was good, right? Uh, it, it, it is good. It is I won't say it was. Is it is good. It is brilliant. The only problem but is April being Aprilia never had the kind of network Yamaha network has. plus. Uh, I would say also like uh, people were not particularly familiar with Aprilia as a brand in India, right? Uh, so that also didn't work in their favors. Plus, I mean, speaking for myself, I I enjoyed that scooter thoroughly. I, okay. I remember borrowing it from a friend when I was visiting uh, his his place. It was fun, but I never felt like okay, this is something I can buy. Interesting. Okay. For Yamaha, I actually thought at a moment like this seems like fun thing to buy. Obviously, I cannot. See the point in spending that kind of money and buy a scooter and all about cycles. It's about one point four four. I think it is more than that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even if it is not, even if it is one point four four, it is gonna end up like one point seven, one point eight on road. Right. And that can get you a pretty fun used motorcycle. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. So you cannot replace used or new. I'm just saying, okay, like R one five would any day be more fun than the scooter just, sharing the engine with it. But I'm just saying it. At at some point, I felt tempted that this is, I I I might want to buy this scooter. I've never had this kind of thought about a scooter. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. I thought about Aprilia long back, but yeah, then I never needed a scooter. So right, right, same. Um, I mean, even I don't need a scooter. But what's the point of a scooter? If even? even there was a slightest, a smallest need, I would have bought the Aprilia back then. Right, right, makes but sense. But then I got expulse. Yeah, <laughs> it, it it does commutes, it does off road, it, it does goes everything. anywhere, it goes over anything except for going fast. Yeah, really fast. Like yeah. it goes okay. Yeah. Like. But I mean, even if it goes like reasonable speeds, it can go reasonable speeds over any surface, over anything, right. over anyone. Right. <laughs> I didn't say after no. riding after riding the KTM, it does feel really slow. Uh, terribly slow. I mean, uh, I, I think this Sunday only we took out the KTM, right? Right. And Saturday we were riding at the track right. uh, on Expulse. Uh, did you take out your KTM? On, on oh Sunday, yeah, yeah. On we, Sunday we, both we of us were riding right, together. Right, right, right. 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 Yeah, and and all of a sudden it feels like too stiff, too precise, right? And too quick even. I mean, uh, at one point I was starting to sort of get bored. Okay, I, I can move up from something bigger than the the KTM Duke. Uh-huh. Uh, but then because I think it's same applies for you as well because we keep switching between the two. Uh, the KTM stays exciting. Since you said that, you brought up that point. Uh, I was actually thinking to test the Trident 660, which I haven't got the chance as of yet. I want to get the test unit maybe next week or next to next week. Oh nice. Uh but but do remember I'm your best friend and I would I like I was your sidekick. So you don't even I don't even know you. <laughs> but Batman and Robin are still friends. Yeah, okay, you, go on. You are you don't look like a Batman. <laughs> you look like Bane who has retired <laughs> from his job. Okay. Anyway. Uh so yes, uh so I didn't want to actually talk about Trident 660. I wanted to talk about the Tiger 66 a uh, Tiger 660 Tiger Sport, Sport 660 66, I think yeah 660 yeah the basically the the sports tourer based on Trident right uh it's uh, supposed to have a global launch on sorry it looks pretty that's what it i looks sharp. that's what i wanted to come oh, with i thought you were going to co- come with more meat okay go on so it's um, it ha- it's going to be launched on 5th of october global launch okay. only thing they have shown is basically a heavily cam- a camouflaged version Which came out earlier, and now they have shown the, the front fascia. Yeah. No, just the front fascia. Oh, that's okay. it. That's it. Okay. And it looks pretty amazing. Yeah, sharp headlamps. I mean, uh, in the camouflage picture, I wasn't quite sold on it. Yeah, but it, na- same, now it same. looks exactly same. Beautiful, it looks sweet. It looks uh, like Ninja 650 has a lot of trouble. 
<laughs> and with the Trident's pricing, right? I I am presuming it's not going to be very expensive. Right. I think I, I, we can Ever basically since, assume a similar difference as Ninja 650 and versus 650. Right. We can assume a similar difference. Pretty similar to that here. Uh, since we are into off-roading now, I am not going to consider it as a motorcycle I want to buy. But the, the actual Tiger based on this is coming. On? Based on the Trident is also coming now. Okay. Yeah. They, they, so when they... So it's going to be a rally kind of a motorcycle. Right. So when they... That I didn't know. No, no, this is something they confirmed because when they launched the Trident, hmm. they showcased uh, a slide uh, in their presentation. There was a slide which was divided into three parts. Oh, I, I remember. Right. That. And yeah. one part of that was Trident and one part said off-road and one part said touring, something like that. Okay. I mean, I don't remember the very specifics right now, but hmm. the, that very clearly communicated that there is going to be an off-roader based That's on that. That's going to be very interesting unless they make something like a V-Strom. Yeah, I hope it's good. It's good, but it cannot take a lot of no, off-road no, no. abuse. No, it can't, yeah. and it is too heavy. But yeah. I, I, I mean, mean, it's it's less about a matter of abuse and more about a matter of capabilities. Right, I mean, right. I'm, I'm I'm assuming it is a Suzuki. It can take abuse, but it right. is not as capable. It is an adventure tourer, which is slightly more capable off the road. Right. Yeah. Well, it's gonna be more comfortable than probably say a versus where you take it. Oh off yeah. The yeah. Versus a lot of my friends have it, and I know bent rims. Bent rims. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So, but uh, since you were talking about Kawasaki 650, did you see the picture of, pictures of Z650 RS? Uh, the sort of retro, retro street style. retro motorcycle. Yeah, I honestly, it, it like showed up in my feed somewhere. I, I scrolled through. I mean, maybe it is going to be good, but... The, the retro design is pretty, it looks pretty much like all the retro design Kawasaki's we have seen. Right. Uh, but the only sticking, the thing which really irked me was the whole exhaust system did you see that no I, I'm, I'm telling you I, okay. I, I didn't even look so it looks good image it looks good we know that the 650 engine is good right uh, obviously bulletproof uh, that engine in the Ninja 650 is not that great the new Ninja 650 because Boring. it looks sporty yeah. and the engine is not sporty right so yeah, the it, motorcycle it, looks visually sportier than the previous generations right. of 650 so it, it it has a confused character right now you have this motorcycle which is uh, the engine is perfect for a retro motorcycle right right but the exhaust system, they didn't even re-engineer it. They basically plonked the same exhaust system from the Ninja 650 into that. And it looks, it just sticks out. I, I, I think this is a, a typical Japanese versus Brits doing something thing. Like, uh, you remember this Kawasaki W800? Yeah. Right. W800 was, I would say, squarely aimed at the Bonneville. Right. Right. Now... The W800 had details like someone buying a street retro motorcycle cares about looks, cares about fit and finish, right. cares about details. Right. Right. W800 had uh, the stripes on its tank were stickers. Stickers, I remember that. Yeah. Right. I mean, again, it's not a cheap motorcycle. No, it is, no it's not. It was priced the same as the uh, comparable Bonneville at that time. Right. But my point is, you are doing everything else. You're even making an engine that looks the part, hmm. or at least de deriving it from somewhere. I don't know where the origins of that engine was. Right. Uh, but point is, everything else looks the part, but you do something tacky like this. Right. Cut corners like this, and for a segment, I mean, it is perfectly fine on a sports bike because a sport bike owner, they even though they care about looks, right. they're fine with like you putting stickers and all. They don't care about like beautifully painted pinstripes and uh, sparkling paint. They don't right. give 
a shit about stuff like this you stick decals on sports bikes but not not yeah. you know retro classic motorcycles right right exactly i mean they unless need it's really details. cheap they need details that sort of stand out right and i think that's the difference like uh, we were speaking about the new classic 350 on the last episode only right right and classic 350 and the honda CB 350 350 uh, right something like that yeah yeah i mean new CB 350 which is they call highness but i refuse to say that right so again you see similar differences in these two right and i mean enfield is very much indian now but mm. i mean the these differences exist the tanks on the current enfield are still beautifully pin striped right. the paint quality is absolutely top tier right i mean my my 7 year old thunderbird the paint still shines it's still shiny <laughs> still shines beautifully still sparkles sparkly and and this beautiful gradient on the tank on the top of the tank it is more brownish right. by the by the time you reach the right, right side and left side of the tank it turns a bit more the honda looks more clinical like exactly exactly it's more like a commuter motorcycle yeah and i mean it is fine in every other segment to be not on a retro motorcycle but not and right. on a retro you have to put in the work because that is like the looks are a major part of what you're selling right but honda highness i can still like still i'm okay with it but not on a w800 right right obviously but that is still a cycle cycle right price brand price band i i'll never consider that right so my my point again like uh, maybe i was simply not interested in it because i and this is again my assumption only that right. it won't be as big a deal as the bonville and the likes i i think so yeah but kawasaki in india like perceptions stay right Kawasaki people want fast motorcycles, right? Uh, and that's that's what people like. People you have to come up with something which is really you know out of the box, something really good in a different segment, right? For for Kawasaki to sell, otherwise they will keep selling ZX ten as, or they'll have to sort of keep doubling down on their products. Like they have to launch multiple products across a line that get like the capture the headlines. I think only Triumph is the only company that, which is doing it. <laughs> I, I think that that is something we were talking about a couple right. of days back. Like Triumph has got something Triumph, except for a Daytona right Triumph now. Triumph has aced the game. I mean they are even getting into motocross and enduro motorcycles. Right. That's right. Yeah. I, I I love Triumph right now. They, they've the got way they, brilliant cruisers. They've got this rocket theme. They they the whole turnaround sto- story should be taught in B schools. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> they've done a stellar job. Uh, yeah, and and like they've got a product for if, if everyone I, if i think about like what are the products that really didn't do well a trank product it's only the speedmaster i guess speedmaster yes uh, but again that was a derivative only so that was not a majorly right. different even product. the uh, the the bobber didn't do that well yeah it took, but everything else is doing really well yeah but again, I, again bob, bob, bobber was also more of a derivative kind of motorcycle so then everything is a derivative of the no, bobber no, no, series no, right no, yeah i'm just i'm just saying but yeah. it was a major product from then it, it was a major it product didn't, yeah, it, it didn't, didn't do particularly perform well. as well as they believed it to be right right and it, but everything else just just leave that and everything else right every other motorcycle they're coming up with it's it looks really tempting Right, the scrambler, the Bonneville. I wish I won a lottery and I could buy them all. <laughs> <laughs> so what next? I guess we talked about motorcycles a lot. Uh, yeah, I mean, what's wrong with that? I wish. I hope that our listeners are into motorcycles as much as we are into it. I, I mean, even if they are not, I don't think we we were speaking about anything particularly boring, right? right? I mean, new triumph is always good news. <laughs> <laughs> so what next? Uh, okay, so. Uh, 
I, I mentioned this to you, obviously, but uh, let's let's talk about this on the podcast. But because I don't think we did this, hmm. I think about a week ago, I just went around my neighborhood looking for EV charging stations. Right. So uh, this was something I needed to just check out for a work thing. But we have been talking about but it we were talking a long about time this. because I so, wanted to do a story on it. Right. Still so, pending. So I, I took, uh, I, I put a bit more effort than uh, I had to for work. Right. And I thought, let me see how the scene around and like, you know, like both you and I live bang in the center of city. Exactly. Right. That should be highlighted. We right. we are talking about NCR, National Capital Region in India. Uh-huh. And that too, like Gurgaon, like uh, only a couple of kilometers away from where Facebook and Google and American Express right. and Zomato. Where and you expect these techies to be the first adopters, yeah, early adopters. I mean, yeah, that's the point. This is the... Uh, what Bangalore is to what Bengaluru is to India, right. uh, this area is to NCR. Right, right, right. right. Uh, so, and I, we have already been talking about a lot of pain points like RWA not, you know, refusing to uh, refusing to allow, allow allow people to set up their charging charging stations. Uh, but now we are talking charging about charging station chargers. Chargers, right? But small charging stations, you can say that, right? Okay. Anyway, anyway so uh, but we are now we are talking about like what if R your RWA does not let you. Put up a charger. And even if they do, I'm just saying, ke, like, let, let's a, say, a let's major, say, part, of, major right. part of EV even ownership. If they don't, and your company, let's say Tata or any other company, mm-hmm. like Hyundai, sells you like, okay, but you can go out and charge your cars. Right. So now that, that's, that, about that's what I'm saying. Uh, like, even in US and all, we, we saw Tesla set up the supercharger networks. Right. Plus, uh, coffee shops retail chains they all added charge chargers right right so that that's the whole idea so i thought okay and and obviously we keep hearing a lot of, of these news that this company is going to set up this many chargers right. this government is um, offering incentives to set up chargers considering so, the number of uh, evs e, no even <clears throat> evs that are selling right now right. in metropolitan cities we expected it to be not terrible yeah, like not not a disaster. So anyway, anyway, anyway uh, I'm, I'm gonna okay, coming to the point. Okay. Right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start off. So the closest one I could see was uh, I think about uh, four or five kilometers from my place. Mm-hmm. Uh, I and what were you using? You were using your what Tata? What app? Were no, you using I, I was using point? multiple sources. I was using Google Search. I was using Google Maps. I was using okay. a couple of other uh, apps as well. I just wanted to check out what are the closest ones to me. Okay. Uh, and basically I had a couple of queries about the EV charging network and also I, I wanted to meet some of these guys running these places. Okay. Right. So the first one I ended up was actually pretty impressive. I would, I, I would go on to say that much, much, much bigger than what I expected. Okay. And I have visited that particular place before hmm. when it had a very, like a fraction of the number of chargers. Okay. Right. How many stations did it have? Like how many charging stations? Uh, right now, it had at least 20 to 30. That's pretty good. I mean, there were three giant rows of uh, the, those charging machines, each with two plugs. Why do I smell a caviar? I'm coming to that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming to that, actually. I can see your face and I, I can... Right. Uh, <laughs> so, the thing is, this was actually a charging network by Blue Smart. Okay. So, Blue Smart is a cab company. Uh, right. like like the uber equivalent but they only offer evs mm-hmm. right so most of their fleet is these uh, tata tigor evs and tata e oh sorry mahindra e veritos right right so this was only available uh, for use for their cabbies 
a normal private person private private, private owners, cars are not yeah there. they are not allowed uh, now and again full marks to blue smart here uh, it was very well run the staff on ground was informed and educated in stuff they should know okay i mean there, there was still a couple of stuff that i would have wanted to know like the kind of charging uh, standards they are using and all right uh, they still gave me all the details they could hmm. excessively nice folks took me on a tour of the place oh, how the nice. place was uh, how they handle payments and everything their subscriptions and everything hmm. and i mean this is obviously unverified because just one of the employees mentioned it and he said that uh, the company might be looking at opening it to private owners in the future okay right and he said that they've got about five similar charging centers charging stations hmm. in gurgaon of similar scale okay so i think the cabbies are pretty sorted okay right mm-hmm. but again the thing is ke even though the folks were nice and again full marks to blue smart you guys are running a seamless facility i spoke to a couple of cabbies as well they were also pretty happy with it hmm. uh so again full marks there brilliant on ground staff well run center okay and five of them in gurgaon which is good enough right right because again you expect that this will be complementing rest of the charging network right right uh but did this didn't solve my purpose because i needed to check out the, the private charger so private private owners right so the next one i found was uh, apparently in a like a, a closed colony sort of area Okay. Uh, somehow the the guards didn't stop me, so I just uh, rode in. Hmm. Uh, but that one had been removed, and I spoke to someone. Uh, I found around there, and he said it was simply a AC fifteen ampere AC plug. Okay. <laughs> yeah, with a with a logo of some brand, and okay. it was not a proper like DC charger. Okay. It was basically an AC charging plug. Right, right. Which was temporarily set up by some brand for. Basically, AC a home charger. charger set up as a yeah set up as public, a pu- public public facility. Okay. Right. So moved on from there, I found another one. Hmm. Uh, but I ended up in a village somewhere. A village. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so by the way, the, even the Blue Smart facility that was actually a bit deep, like. petrol stations you typically find on the main road on the main road yeah. yeah this was not on the main road this was on a inner road and actually i would say blocking a pretty narrow lane because of the inflow and outflow of cabs okay uh, but then they needed land right of I mean, that I mean, scale it's it's fine for them if if it is right. going to be just commercial right 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 but if you're looking at a private, private yes yeah i mean that's what that. you need visibility as right. well yes uh, even without a app so you landed in a village I landed in a village. Uh, then uh, a cop stopped me. Was very curious about my motorcycle, <laughs> so had a long, nice chat with him. Hmm. Uh, then I asked him, so he pointed me to another charge uh, charging station, as he said. But was there a charging station in the village, or no? No, there, there was. It was, there was, it was, a, fo- it was fo- false flag. What yeah, it was a false flag. Okay. Uh, so then he pointed me in the right direction. Hmm. I, I think about only like three, four hundred meters away. There was one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was not. Basically Entirely wrong, but yeah, it was the wrong location. Wrongly tagged. Uh, however, this one seemed like it had never seen a car. <laughs> it was on, <laughs> okay. uh, but first it was inside a car workshop, which okay. had like it was gated. Hmm. So uh, with a with a guard, and I'm assuming when the workshop closed, right? That's because, because 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 obviously in a in a workshop there are a lot of cars. parked inside it right, was right. actually a proper workshop it, it cannot be open it cannot be left open overnight right uh, so 
because a lot of cars are like car car parts a lot of stuff is lying around for like that can be a potential target for thieves right uh, and this was just one uh, single dc charger i think they they mentioned 15 or 20 kilowatt okay they uh, and by the way the most informed person i could find was the security guard uh, who <laughs> was supposed to be stationed there for evening through night okay uh, i i tried to get details about the payment and stuff but he was obviously not much help because i mean it's not his job right as simple as that uh, plus this one had a very messed up badly mangled crashed car parked right in front of it mm-hmm. which had layers of dust okay clearly indicating it hasn't been moved for a long time hmm. uh so i'm not sure how they are going to move half a car immediately when a electric car shows up to charge mm-hmm. i mean if if cars were showing up to charge there it would not have been there right right uh was it getting charged to become a autobot that <laughs> <Bad> one okay <laughs> uh right then uh, there was another one i found this was ether right uh and the last one i ended up was at a tata motors dealership slash work it was a workshop only tata motors mm-hmm. workshop again close to my place hmm. okay so and how many stations one <laughs> just one with uh, with like one uh, sort of plug that is this, ridiculous this ccs2 or whatever they use so and the way tata I mean, is selling along, uh, the way tata is selling its nexon ev right like in the way like not like people are sort of lapping up nexon evs hi they are yeah. and they they only have one charging station at the workshop that's that's kind of shocking yeah. and i mean, I mean maybe maybe there were others inside and that guy didn't mention uh because i i found a guy uh, who worked this there. was outside the workshop this was right outside like this mm-hmm. was right next to the uh, entry gate of the workshop mm-hmm. but i'm assuming if they are putting a charger they would put it outside it, it's going to be outside right. yeah. so that it doesn't hinder any kind yeah. of workshop work. but by the way sorry credit again where do you uh, tata power has actually got a decent network of chargers uh, workshops and otherwise did you find any across uh, in our city I I spotted some on their app after I spent almost 2 hours visiting all of these because okay. obviously it took me time because I I I um ended up chatting and and asking them about this stuff mm-hmm. but even the charger I'm, I'm mentioning at the workshop it didn't seem like it was used often and why I'm saying this because that place was being used by the workshop to park their cars okay so there was there were like a, a grid of almost 6 by 4 cars parked there Oh okay yeah so i mean even if you have to put uh, a car charge you, you have to move, have to move, move a lot of cars 3 4 cars to <laughs> to allow a car to enter that place right. and uh, i think 5 6 of the cars parked there were nexon evs only okay oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> i mean not next to i'm just saying in the grid in the mix uh, were they waiting to get charged it didn't seem like that i mean they they seem like brand new cars waiting to be delivered or maybe i think that's what they do before delivering they just charge those cars and from there and i mean yeah obviously they they that's all do that the action these charges see <laughs> no but that, that's uh, that's i think i mean obviously I'm, my assumption is based on like 2 hours of visiting these workshops in like 30 kilometers so the story is not complete as yet i guess you need another visit i need another visit in probably another part of the city okay and then let's see uh, although i'm hoping i'd be you... curious to see what's what's the uh, scenario in delhi with the uh, delhi government trying to push evs as aggressively as they are right yeah i mean delhi uh, 
if i do a search if i if i look at the apps and all mm-hmm. uh, delhi clearly shows a, a decent number of chargers but then again my same my neighborhood did as well right, right, right. so i will not go by that uh, and i think the evs being sold so far they are majorly being charged by like they are majorly being bought by people who probably have their charging sorted right that's what our initial assumption was and mm-hmm. honestly looking at these uh, charging stations it seems to be the case right that people are not relying particularly on the public infra right now and rightly so hmm again limited information but yeah i mean if you had suppose a hyundai kona uh, you would have wasted but the- if if anyone in our audience owns an ev we'll love to hear yeah actually we would very much lo- love to hear tweet or email or whatever but uh, do reach out oh, to us you're dealing with this whole yeah and like charging uh, scenario right and if you're dealing it uh, yourself at your place or if you're lo- using public infra and if you're using public infra what has that been like how have what you been making payments right? what have the cost been like right. would actually very much love to uh, hear more about that so yeah that i think covers a fair bit of the ev experience <laughs> so let's stick with the ev theme rolls royce showcase its prototype first of its first ev named spectre is that from like the James Bond yeah everybody is asking the same question and with the next James Bond movie coming in in the next few days i mean we are recording it, recording it on 29th and the movie is coming out tomorrow it's coming out tomorrow 30th of september yeah i thought it was in october 4th or 5th and i mean in india i don't know but uh, globally it is released i was talking about globally not in yeah, india 30th 30th of september i think it could be wrong but anyway yeah. because kimi raikkonen was posting a photo today kimi raikkonen is a drunk so forget that are <laughs> you but like, hear me out now he was posting a photo with his wife standing in front of a like the the kind of banners you see at movie premieres and every uh, celebrity drunk. every celebrity like sort of standing there and, and posing that for photos that could be a premiere for celebrities but yeah but I, I they, think they, it, they typically do that one or two days before the the release right we were talking about the car so no if we are talking about okay sir you were talking about the rolls royce not the movie right i got carried away with the movie we will talk about the triumph and yeah yeah that, that's <laughs> actually what i wanted to come to but before that we let's talk about the rolls royce uh long time coming right i think 2011 was the first time when they showed a concept electric car 102 ex okay uh that was basically just a i don't know which car it was the shell and placed with batteries 73 kilowatt hour battery and 200 horsepower something like that so basically a concept just right. to showcase that we are interested in evs so now but they have a very aggressive plan of phasing out internal combustion engines altogether by 2030 which is not too far away right right but uh, i i think if evs make sense for anyone they make sense for rolls royce yes you do they do because they they already heavy yeah, so the weight exactly. part is they are, they are <laughs> ridiculously heavy anyway right so the weight will be a rounding error hmm. because i'm pretty sure they can uh, invest in technologies that can cut weight in other places right. to compensate for that the range is also not a big problem because for most them. of them are like chauffeur driven driven around city right <laughs> those kind of people right i mean they are not particularly people taking uh, sort of cross country trips right and design challenges are also not that pronounced yeah they they are making boxes <laughs> uh, i mean no no doubt they look pretty in a in a certain way pretty and elegant in a certain way right but uh, i mean there is a family design and that design the and the sheer size can accommodate right changes a big battery big battery without any problem right right exactly 
so i i think plus again they 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 take pride in how silent and how disconnected from right. the outside world and the like the poor people like us outside and how disconnected uh, and they are another thing is really filthy rich people are already sold on electric cars now yeah i mean by they the, have to the, fix the optics now yes but now it is happening we have seen the kind of interest they are showing in hypercars electric cars that, that that started with tesla itself not really the super rich were not really excited about I it mean, now we are talking it, about it super started rich. with the silicon valley rich and then it they always had a rolls royce but just to show they had their teslas right right, right. they did that with uh, the priuses as well right so that's what i'm saying like they, they were but they were never the rich uh, they were never really interested in those car, electric cars now they're sold on electric right. cars altogether uh g wagon is now electric you know as you have a s class electric right. things like that so i guess it's going to be a big deal for them right. replacing a v2 v12 with a electric powertrain right but uh, i i think if, uh, a rolls uh, customer is going to be indifferent and i think rolls will be indifferent they just want shitload of torque uh, not really we are actually kind of underestimating a lot of these very rich guys love their v12s again they 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 do choose you know that i've seen with s classes and all not in india but outside right. they want the best handmade v12 engines till the yeah you know. okay this is the uh, sort of uh, the watch problem like right, you can right. have a smart watch but you choose but they will go for a tag philip or a, or a whatever philip yeah they will go for a mechanical watch so right. it's going to be interesting yeah, it's sort of a mine is bigger than your situation but i think uh, an electric rolls royce will sell and makes a lot of sense makes a lot of sense right right but they have not given any specifics about the powertrain as of yet oh they, i thought uh, they were going to unveil it today no it's a prototype uh, from tomorrow or a couple of days later a couple of prototypes are going to go around testing across okay. the world they've seen millions of miles for 2 years and no powertrain details as of yet okay so this is like at least 2024 2025 shit. it's going to come out by 2023 or 24 something like that yes oh yeah but it's not interestingly it's not using bmw's clark platform okay. which the x i mean you would not, expect that to happen but yeah so yes they're not they're still using uh, the space frame aluminum space frame from the phantom right so they said that they designed this chassis Uh, considering mind that it can support electric powertrain oh okay okay interesting i mean why would they not share parts but okay it's rolls royce it's rolls royce yeah they don't want to be shown as if like they are just adding sheet metal to a bmw 7 series <laughs> right but matlab that, that has been the case in the past as no, well no not for it, ghost and all now it isn't right for the last decade right, it, it's it, not it isn't yeah but it has been the case for ghost and all mm-hmm. so yeah By the way, one major thing we forgot to talk about. Hmm. That is F one. Okay. I thought we are going to come on to it. Yeah. So we are now at it. But uh, I guess you wanted to talk about the special edition Defender and Triumph Tiger. Okay. Right. Yeah. Let's James talk about Bond that first. Edition. Yeah. So obviously the movie is coming out tomorrow, or uh, depending on when we release, the movie came out two to four days ago. Hmm. And uh, obviously Triumph has a spot there. Land Rover has a spot there. So obviously the movie was originally supposed to come out last year, right? And Land Rover also released their promo video from one of the chase scenes where uh, scramblers are jumping about and defenders are jumping about, right? And it rolls over. So def- uh, they launched a video. I think they have also launched a special edition. But Triumph has launched a special edition Tiger, hmm. which and 
as much as I hate to say this, which looks like a hat job. <laughs> okay. Yeah, basically black and then just uh, shows a splash screen on launch and has got stickers. Hmm. Right. That's right. about it. Right. Right. The Tiger, Tiger, I, it has got the tackiest decal on it. That, right. The 007 sticker on it on the tank looks really shitty. Like the racing stickers they give in rallies. Even worse than that. Actually, yeah, if, if you don't know where Karolbag is, read about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you get such shitty stickers. But this Scrambler uh, James Bond edition looks really pretty. I actually didn't uh, look at this Scrambler. I opened the Triumph Instagram account. Hmm. Uh, I only spotted the tiger. Because the scrambler came out back in May or June. So it's been a while. Oh, that's why. I yeah. mean, you would... So it's, it's it's got a glossy black finish on the paint, uh, tank with uh, the blacked out version of the Union Jack. Right. And it looks very pretty. Nice. Uh, the Defender is also blacked out, all blacked out. Right. And it looks good. And By the way, uh, that's all you can say about it. It's not for, very special about. So, Aston uh, Martin F1 team. Hmm. Uh, so they did. They posted a promo. So we are finally on F1. No, I'm on. Still on James Bond. Okay. Because I'm talking Aston Martin. <laughs> okay. uh, so they they basically uh, posted a video. I think earlier they posted on Twitter, but for some reason uh, it was deleted. Then uh, a longer right, version. That's came what out. you. That's what you told me. Right, beginning. right. I was trying to show you the video right. because I distinctly remember retweeting that video and it... Uh, disappeared. Disappeared. Hmm. Uh, someone who tagged me in that also, his, his post was also not showing. I hope he's not disappeared. No, he just sent me a message. <laughs> so, he has not disappeared. But yeah, there is also a much longer version on YouTube which I have not watched yet. But basically, uh, Baby Stroll and uh, uh, Sebastian Vettel, they are trying to drive around that Goldfinger DB5. DB5. Yeah, and they're spinning it around and all. So Sliding around on a race track. Yeah. And so this was, I think, before uh, the Sochi race. Hmm, okay. And now we've arrived at the race. So was, was that DB5, the original DB5, or they, they it's a continuation model which they're building now? I don't know. Probably okay. the latter. And hmm. who knows? Who knows? I, hmm. I mean, I didn't see the full video yet and I didn't read the details. It just looked nice. It looked fun video. Hmm. These guys driving around in old car. Last roll finding. So let's come on to F1. Right. So did some you... really interesting shit happened and uh, Hotstar decided that it's too much for our. Yes. Hotstar. Uh, our, our, our soft hearts. If, if, <laughs> if you are, if anyone from Hotstar is listening to this, you are a piece of shit. <laughs> I am telling you, when I was posting on, on Twitter, I mean, I, I went on an absolute crazy rant on Twitter and I Instagram. I mean, that. how can you not? So, I mean, you would agree without crashes, without any catalyzed drama, hmm. this was one of the most exciting races in a very long time. Okay. I mean, even Hungary and all were exciting, but they were because situation changed because of crashes. Right. Here, there were no crashes, but bec- first the qualifying, the the... I would say Some unexpected, stop unexpected, unexpected qualifying results. I mean, there was a that, that's true. There right. was a William, there was a Ferrari, and there was a McLaren on the right <laughs> on the on the top three spots. So mm-hmm. I mean, that was obviously uh, seeing George Russell there was pretty. Good. Seeing Williams there was pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it it felt it felt like one of those situations that a time traveler moves right. a moves a uh, moves a table or something like that. That side of situation. Right. But anyway, in the race. Uh, it started raining around lap 48, 49. Right. And that's when Hotstar decided that, and, and 
right at the moment uh, lando norris uh, sort of slipped out uh, slipped out of the track into and uh, yellow flag was waved the moment hamilton basically hamilton passed him yeah the moment <laughs> hamilton passed uh, hotstar hotstar that's it that, that's, that's what it. you get <laughs> yeah that's what you get like now now uh, Even enjoy mom, the mystery mom was watching with me right and all of a sudden you get those colored lines colored lines <laughs> like i i remember them when i was probably like Five six years old, and when DD one used to go away, and you you would see color line, or when they would stop their programming at like twelve or eleven thirty right. in the night, right. or twelve at the night, right? And that's when you would see those colored lines that there is nothing playing. And then even worse, and you know, I I absolutely hate cricket. Dislike is a mild word. Right. I, I would say hate cricket. And then they're showing IPL there, IPL <laughs> toss there. I mean, I still have not. Uh, watched the last four five laps of the race. We can't watch that legally, right? <laughs> yeah, legally I cannot. In India, legally I cannot. And Formula One, please find a better place to show us Formula One <laughs> because they. I mean, they they've already messed up three races this season. Right. I mean, that's a lot. There have been like twelve thirteen races. They've messed up three races. Mm. But enough on the rant. I right, really yeah. feel bad for Landon Norris. Yeah, I, but. Uh, Again, it but it was his own doing. I guess he yeah. had to come inside. He, he easier said than done. Obviously, when obviously, you're leading I mean, the race and, and it's your first time, you are gonna step on the top. More position. importantly, everything is obvious in retrospect. Obviously, right. <laughs> uh, I mean, at that point, he thought because he was operating on information that was available to him earlier right. that there could be mild showers by the end of the race. Right, right, and he. Encountered one patch, he was like, "I can deal with it." Right. And obviously, the even the commentators were saying at that point, like right. he has a uh, because Hamilton went into pitch, mm-hmm. and that gave him almost a twenty-five second advantage. Right. So even it was a gamble worth taking. You he, obviously don't know what's right. going to happen. So even the commentators I mean, were like, he, he "Landon Norris is eight a, seconds." Yeah, Landon Norris is a young guy. We have seen people like Valentino Rossi do that right in his MotoGP career, right? Pretty recently, right. I mean, as much he didn't as know when to come inside, and he lost the race. Right. As much as uh, Valentino Rossi. Sorry, what incident are you talking about? When it starts to rain, right? In motor motor oh, right, right, you can right, come right, inside right, and right. change the motorcycle. Right, right, right. And he yeah. decided to stay outside. Right. And uh, Mark Marquez came inside and changed his motorcycle, and he won the race. Right. Uh, so, I mean, as much as I would have loved to see him, uh, this Lando Norris there. Why would I say Hamilton? <laughs> uh but it was still a very impressive drive by him right uh brilliant racing by and carlos sainz because not everyone is giving him enough credit carlos sainz brilliant driving true brilliant overtaking brilliant uh racing between the two uh when they were exchanging places in the beginning of the race hmm. but yeah it is what it is hamilton is there but max verstappen made a lot of places so he's in second so the <laughs> the race is still competitive Right and Hamilton, the championship is, yeah. Sorry, the yeah. I mean the the uh, championship is still on, yeah. and uh, Hamilton might have to take a, a penalty for a sort of a pit start for engine change anytime soon in okay. next or next to next race, hmm. while others have changed their engines already. Right. So that should actually work in Max Verstappen's favor. I really hope. How many races are left? Do we know that? I think six races are left. Okay. Still a long way to go. Yeah, still a long way to go, and I think Hamilton has only like six, seven point advantage right now. Okay. Six point advantage, I think. Hmm. So I hope, I hope this race, uh, like this uh, championship fight, continues till like the the very end of the season. Where's the next race? 
I don't know. I didn't check. Okay. Uh, I basically think not the, a big F one fan then. <laughs> no, I I basically synced the the F one app calendar with my calendar. Okay. So that I don't miss any stuff and get that. At least I don't schedule anything else for then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's actually a pretty good feature in the app. Like right. you can basically add it to your own Google Calendar. So that's good. Anyway, moving on. Are we at the butt end of this episode? Uh, no, we are just getting started. We have only <laughs> recorded for like fifty to fifty three minutes only. <laughs> so what's next? Uh, that's like the beginning of the conversation. Right. By the way, Ken Block. Hmm. So he was sort of bit of a free agent for a while now. So, so Ken Block uh, parted ways with Ford, I guess, last last year. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And He's been a bit of a free agent since no, then. No, so no, but then he announced his partnership with Audi a couple of months back. So it's been a while. Oh, but nobody knew like what this partnership is going to spawn. Right. And uh, now they have come out with the details. Oh, go on. No, I don't know the details. Okay, either. I thought so. Nobody knew like now that Ken Block is not with Ford. What's going to happen with the whole Jim Khana series? Right. And uh, now they Audi. Then is, they did the Travis Pastrana one with the Subaru. Right. But now uh, Audi and Ken Block have joined hands, and uh, they're going to do something with electric cars. Right. That's what I've read. And it has been named Electric Khana. <laughs> <laughs> Like really, or is this making yeah, it no, up? No, no, I'm not making it up. Okay, yeah, I know it sounds ridiculous, and it is, but that's that's the official name, Electric Hana or something like that. It sounds like that. Uh, he's gonna drift with a spruced up yeah, e-tron, e-tron, GT. e-tron, not GT, e-tron. Okay, e-tron GT is basically Porsche Taycan with different clothes. Right, right, right. Uh, he's gonna have a e-tron GT, basically the SUV, which is gonna be completely modified for him. Oh yeah, the photos he was posting on Instagram were there was a e-tron, e-tron GT, no e-tron SUV, and uh, he had a uh, Quattro. Yeah, the Quattro and okay. Quattro was on the in the pictures. You can see the Quattro there, okay, the rally, I, I, and he got to drive that legendary car. Right, I think he posted some video or stuff mm-hmm. as well that I didn't watch because I saw that today only. So uh, basically, Ken Block videos with no sound of the engine. It's gonna be. I think he did something with the electric car, right? Uh, with a, a Mustang E Mackey. Mackey, yes, hi, he did. He did. There was a lot of screeching noise. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't yeah. remember that video, but I remember no, no, him no, doing no. that. Yeah. So it's it's gonna be interesting. Let's see. Right. I I think was it him or was it with uh, this Michael? Uh, I don't know. There's this guy who is a big, big name drifter, Gittin Junior or something hmm. similar. Uh, I'm terrible with names, hmm. so obviously I don't remember. But I think he was also uh, involved with that. Mustang Mackey, Mackey. Okay. Yes, I, I remember Ken Block being there. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, more EV news. Rivian has like finally started reaching a production level, and production units have started have reached a lot of uh, reviewers, and reviews are coming out. Right. So I think this makes it the first. It I'm is the wrong. first uh, production electric pickup truck. Right. People already knew that's going to happen because most of these guys, other guys, were just, you know, shooting in the air with nothing. With cyber truck. <laughs> cyber truck. Then you have uh, obviously like Hummer said it's going to come out by 2022 or something like that. By yeah, the Hummer end of is like a. Uh, Again, you discounted. That no, 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 no. I'm not not saying. I'm just saying as a pickup truck, Hummer has a tiny bed. I'm I'm talking function. Right. Hummer has a like. 
does it have a bed i mean it has a bed i mean what are you going on about like it has a proper bed i mean it's not a proper bed from what i remember it it's is, a it very is. small bed hammer has a, a proper suv with you know a proper suv and a pickup truck the pickup truck has good enough space okay. i don't know how big but it is big okay uh, maybe may not, not as much as the f150 lightning right that is a proper pickup truck right right that, that's what i meant the but then cybertruck and uh, rivian all have small comparatively small beds f150 will come with both single cabin du- dual cabin dual bike. cabin dual cabin only dual cabin not a single cabin that's what i read because in this case it becomes difficult to make changes right why i i, I don't know but <laughs> I, 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 why would you say that it is right, difficult right, no it is easy because the skateboard platform can be very easily modified but anyway i i what i've heard is they as of now they just have that dual cabin okay Okay. Dual row cabin. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, du- they, they call it dual cab version, dual right, cab right, single right, cab right, version. Right, the right. same terminology that we. But yeah, Rivian is out there, and um, uh, some of the reviewers are already saying that it's pretty impressive. Yeah, I actually I I, I didn't know it is out. Uh, I spotted some uh, tweets last night. Production started a couple of months back. Okay. So obviously, once the production is right, they're they're rolling out cars, so it's going to reach the customers. Right. 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 uh i think they, we have we still have more ev news hmm uh so you remember that uh, motorcycle slash e bike manufacturer cake yeah so cake has actually raised has been eaten uh okay. no <laughs> part of it has been eaten uh, in exchange for 60 million oh man okay yeah. so they've so, raised money yeah they've raised money uh, at least we hope more interesting enduro and uh, motocross stuff comes out i'll never be able to ride a motorcycle which is called cake what do you <laughs> ride i ride a cake there is also another one called pink i think right <laughs> i'm going to launch purple <laughs> i'm going to launch bhel puri <laughs> since we are naming we are going with absurd random names, names why not yeah why not right fair enough so pink purple you know, already uh, the transition from ic to electric is difficult and then you take names like tiger and transition to what cake <laughs> pink but that is the thing being loud words being polarizing words it is not loud it is effeminate sorry i am sounding sexist. sexist yes but no but you have to be gender neutral like pink these are not things you associate with but you are associating pink with uh, a specific gender that is That's your problem. problem no they do that <laughs> you are doing that right now right now it is you doing that it is effeminate fuck that it is effeminate <laughs> I'll, i'll have to add a lot of beeps here no <laughs> yeah i'm i'm going to i'm going to that's say, me science say, saying it so i, I okay. am owning yeah, it okay. up <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm still going to censor the shit out of it but anyway moving on more ev news mm. about lot oh, more ev news okay uh pin in farina so you know what's happening with them right now i read a little about it and uh, since mahindra is at the helm of things i know it <laughs> exactly so uh, so the news is that pininfarina is uh, looking for capital right but this was supposed to come out when 2019 2020 no 2019 they showcased the car it was supposed to come in 2020 or 2021 yeah. i mean I, i know that it is delayed it is delayed yeah mm-hmm. I, that i know uh, by how much i didn't read mm-hmm. uh but yeah that's the case and they are also looking to raise funding so they are looking at the most obvious 
route that many others have taken is which, which is a reverse merger with a special purpose acquisition company hmm. and go public right so that, they're looking at both both you know options they, like yeah. either listing the company in a foreign con- country or a or, reverse merger right so that listing they're looking at as a reverse merger only primarily no they are they are, they are also they are looking, looking at, at a prime they're not looking at the straightforward ipo I thought they're there. No, no, no. The, 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 the pub, Are you sure? Pub, yeah, yeah, I'm very sure. I, I read a fair bit about it. Okay. In fact, most of the other uh, EV companies have gone public through this route only, and they're looking. That at has it. been that has happened a lot over the last one year or two right. years. Right, and that that is exactly what they are looking at, or maybe private capital. I mean, there still things are still in the air, but hmm. that's not what I was actually talking about. What I was talking about is this is Mahindra, hmm. and Mahindra is uh, as. good as they may be with some of their cars mahindra is the graveyard where good brands go to die hmm right because let's be honest the moment there is a sign of trouble we have seen them dropping brands uh this sunday only we were talking about how they uh, moved up uh, like how they dealt with sangyong hmm that's true because uh, you uh, assumed that they sangyong was not doing good numbers we i didn't Yeah, I did not. No, you you said that maybe they were not. Anyway, anyway, whoever did, okay, yeah, whoever did, there <laughs> was no third person. <laughs> But uh, we looked at that, and they pro- they apparently had one of their best years around twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen in in like a domestic dec- market. Yeah, in, in, in more than a decade, uh, they were obviously rolling out products that Mahindra cashed in on, like the Tivoli was launched as XUV three double O, and I mean I don't know why they. Kill the brand. They declared bankruptcy with a lot of debt. Right. Right. Plus, uh, we know what happens to Mahindra. Happened to Mahindra two wheelers when Kinetic was turned into Mahindra two wheelers. Right. Because they they launched good products actually. The, their hundred right. cc motorcycles, scooters, all of them were good. More recently, Java. Java, Java too. Like they 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 made a lot of noise. They they actually came out with a product that was half decent. Right. I would say half decent because there were quality issues. Hmm. Uh, the engine and all was good, but engine was always good. It was taken from the Mojo. Mojo, so, yeah. So the engine was. It good. was a proven engine, yeah. and but they have, killed Mojo, and as in not killed, but it still. I mean, there are unloved. no Mahi, there are Mahindra no Mahindra two wheeler dealerships. The Mojo was delayed by I mean million years. <laughs> yeah, million years, hmm. and sort of came out like a weird contraption, right? Which was not exactly what was originally proposed. But anyway, even Java, like right now, I don't see any Javas on the road. I see few of them very very rarely. I mean, right. it could have been a, a massive competitor to Royal Enfield. That's how they at least projected it. They and that's how everyone saw that. I mean, I, I still remember they actually went went about with with uh, B school students and all right. working out strategies to uh, to launch the relaunch the brand. They made whole hoopla about it. But they and right now forgot they, the most important thing on manufacturing: make a good product. And also, like, have sales channels. Right. The dealers don't want to sell. You walk into a dealership and see the experience. Right. Yeah. I mean, that. But anyway, the motorcycle it had some really bad issues with it, I mean, and they, they never they, fixed it. I mean, they, they, they took time. They, they came came up with an updated model, but still not good. Yeah. And I mean, right now it seems to be fading. Even the folks I know who were interested in the motorcycle, they're simply like, okay, I'll just buy the new classic three fifty. Right. Because classic new classic three fifty is good. And, and it is all and i would say royal enfield does a brilliant job of customer service right product even when their products had issues they would jump on making attempts 
right uh, to fix them there is no noise around java so obviously it will slip out of the it, know, the it has it is there already it is i think slipping out there already uh, but it is i guess uh, the company is coming out with a bsa scrambler or something like that right yeah, also, i mean uh, again and uh, not, uh, not until they, it, it is actually something we can't be bothered mm. they also acquired this mini uh, riva right the e verito came out of it e2o came out of it mm. and right now i think tata is the only one reaping uh, the benefits of the ev wave right so yeah that's why i'm i'm worried for pen and ferina but i i somehow think it's not going to be the case with yeah, yeah i mean obviously i'm i'm, I'm exaggerating i would say a lot here yeah because yeah. there are other investors involved in it right international investors they won't see their investment go down the drain right plus pin and uh, basically they have already taken the underpinnings from a company which is already sorted right right, right. plus uh, they also have uh, uh, like sold the vehicles a uh, significant number of vehicles they've already sold like made the sale for anniversary edition and all whatever hmm. that are yet to be delivered hmm. uh, and they are looking to keep the design part out of it i don't know what you're trying to say no i'm just trying to say that pininfarina can still have uh oh you mean the design arm the design arm is right. going to be separate from right, the right. entire EV. that they have to do yeah hmm. so that's what they are keeping so and sorry uh, again more ev okay <laughs> Uh, Wish you know what the theme of this episode is going to be. <laughs> I I I started with that only. I I clearly mentioned that. Right. Polestar. Ah, it's it's linked with the Mahindra story because right. even they are going the same route. Only the valuation is much much higher. higher. So forty times. Yeah. So they are looking at almost twenty uh, billion valuation, right? Right. For Polestar again with a like a reverse reverse merger, merger uh, right. sort of way of going public. and i think this is the most promising of the ev companies that have gone public so far right barring tesla mm. i mean tesla was promising in different kind of way and, and is giving profits but polestar we knew it's got it's very different from the other right. evs companies that went public right? yeah and they've got network they've got their sales network it's got geely on its side i it's got geely on its side yeah so i mean I, that's what i geely, say geely deserves a separate episode it's <laughs> like Triumph and Geely are the two companies which you know people should teach in B schools. Right, right, absolutely. So it has got Geely on its side. It has got the Volvo Association also working right. in its favor. And Leonardo uh, DiCaprio. <laughs> what? Leonardo DiCaprio, the actor. What about him? He is also an investor in the company. He is oh, going to I invest in this 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 whole reverse merger thing. Oh, yeah. That's. I mean, interesting. He was always into this whole. clean environment you know thing oh, so okay. it makes sense for him to invest his money also makes and money invest in the most legit companies and make money out of it <laughs> yeah, i mean obviously that's a right right so yeah poster yeah, poster one two both are amazing cars yeah that's both, what both actually about. madly over engineered i would say yeah, yes absolutely and uh, poster 3 which is going to be uh, an suv it's going to come out soon i but guess then again, we know we know for a fact that a lot of them have said that sedans are not going to exist in future polestar 2 is a sedan on stilts yes and that's how why it it, it doesn't it doesn't have a clear cut character or personality to it which is a confused personality is what it has so it makes sense you make a suv a sporty suv right fair enough what else do you want to talk about i think my list is done you never came with a list 
I came you with the came with Rolls Royce Electric and the Triumph and the Kawasaki. Okay, uh, so I want to talk about hydrogen then. Okay, we obviously know uh, a lot of companies are in, still betting on hydrogen, Toyota and the likes. Hmm. Apparently, the Germans too. Okay, so BMW is working on a X5 hydrogen powered X5. Interesting. And Audi has apparently got over hundred people working on their uh, sort of hydrogen tech. Okay. Then Daimler is also looking at uh, hydrogen for their trucks and all. Okay. So I, I'm not sure what to read into this because uh, I mean, first it is obviously good that someone is still exploring the alternates, hmm. uh, but. I, I think the common denominator also is that the dominant companies are resisting change a bit more. Like we've seen Toyota investing heavily and sort of looking at repurposing their existing uh, in like direct hydrogen propulsion. Hmm. And then comes these two. Right. Two or three. But it makes sense, right? I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Hmm. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that hydrogen... We have been saying this that the companies need to look at multiple different different yeah. you know, scenarios. Sources. I mean, everything has to be exhausted before we decide right. that, okay, this is the way forward. Right. So, plus, honestly, there is a lot of uh, politics ongoing in the EV space as well. Like, the, the like all of this is up for grabs right now. The charging standards, the, right. the investments, like... You look at the investments and you can clearly see the direction they are trying to push the market and to nudge the market in. Right. So that's that's also going to be interesting to watch. Hmm. But hydrogen fuel cells is something like a lot of companies are putting... Hydrogen fuel cells and hydrogen propulsion. Propulsion, yeah. yeah both actually. I mean, fuel cells so is the obvious case. Hmm. Though uh, I was listening to this, uh, the Smoking Tire podcast, Matt hmm. Farah. And uh, his co-host was talking about his experience with a Toyota Mirai. Okay. Which is, I think, a hydrogen... Hydrogen car, right. Hydrogen car. And he was talking about how he basically had to stay overnight somewhere hmm. because he could not fill his car up with hydrogen. Okay. So, that's quite messed up. And apparently, it is a similar issue as like sort of CNG that the pressure has to build up first right, before right. one can fill up. That's that's the case with all gases, right? Right. That's the case with all gases. Mm. Like the, there will be a primary tank, then a secondary tank, then right. the secondary tank has to pressure. Always up. have has to have a potential difference, right, between two right, pressure right. differences. So yeah, that's that's what it is. So I mean, hydrogen obviously the what while Toyota is uh, in fact he also mentioned someone he knows with two Mirais. Okay. So it's like either that guy loves the car so much, which is less likely, hmm. or he has to keep two because one won't work. Oh, is that James May? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So yeah, that's quite interesting. So what about Ford? Ford I am backed up. I'm I'm disappointed. From India, right? I am still trying to find a cheap deal for me. I'm a cheap guy. <laughs> yeah, but uh, apparently the problem is a uh, lot of other cars are with so much waiting. And uh, I mean, obviously, you can negotiate a good deal. But if someone is willing to pay even one rupee more than you, they're going to sell to them. And people are willing to buy with lesser discounts at this point. Hmm. Because first thing, Diwali is approaching. Right. And for some reason, I, I think this is actually a pretty good way for dealers to get rid of cars before New Year arrives, before a right. 
so yeah i mean the deals are not good enough yet not yet yeah we'll That's see after diwali even i don't know used stars so as of yet they have they are start, starting to crack but not there yet right but so ford has packed up from india where is all the money going we know that it was a part of the restructuring pro- process right so um, and uh, they were going to channel that money into ev technology yeah i mean that's what everyone claims to pad up their valuation right so i think these guys are also investing big i think they announced a 11.3 11.4 billion investment okay uh, for their new plants for uh, ev components and stuff and in which country i didn't read <laughs> plus this was sort of a long term plan okay uh, yeah. okay they just announced that they're going to spend right right so this 11 billion o- billion over a couple of years right and okay. i i didn't see the what it, what it did to the stock price but i'm pretty sure it padded it up because again must be, must be. Okay. because uh, pretty much all of these uh, companies what they are trying to do is change the narrative change like we've we spoken about it on countless occasions right at we ride the wave and cash in the Exactly. Euphoria. Exactly, and this is uh, what we like to call the Tesla effect. Hmm. That they and un- they don't want to make cars; they want to position themselves as mobility companies right. and show a larger market that they can uh, serve. Right. And uh, sort of cash in on that. But I sometimes wonder, like, if at the end will will only have like Chinese, Korean, and Indian companies manufacturing cars, and rest of them. are simply going to be investing in driverless and stuff like that and packing up their manufacturing facilities could be yeah because ford i think uh, I, i think I, i know this for a fact because i uh, a friend of mine in canada was looking for a car hmm. so i suggested her some ford i think fusion some some ford sedan which was when which was last year only okay Because Ford has now stopped selling. That, that's that's why I, I forgot that. I forgot okay. that entirely. <laughs> so she asked me like, I'm looking at something, looking at something in this price bracket, and she was looking at Hyundai and Hyundai and everything. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. there you can buy a Ford as well, right? And they they they'll be better cars to drive. Ford now only sells SUVs and pickup trucks. There. Right, SUV, pickup trucks, and electrics and Mustang. Mustang, yeah. Mustang is there, right? Yeah, Mustang is there. Uh, Mustang Machi is there. The only Transit, sedan Transit is Transit Van is there. The, the only sedan is basically the Machi. That is not a sedan. What is it then? It's a crossover. Yeah. It is something like that. Yeah. So yeah, they they are not sell. But again, F one fifty was a major part of their sales. It still is. Yeah. It will be at least yeah. in the near the foreseeable future. Ford Transit again is was hmm. a major chunk of sales. Right. Uh, Mustang is an iconic product, so they can make an exception for that. Hmm. So this again improved their optics. Right. That yeah, we are packing up everything, IC engine and all, which was probably like. Uh, a small two-digit percentage, mm-hmm. and rest of it, the major chunk was F one fifty and the Transit van and right. uh, Mustangs, right. and obviously they're moving towards electric. So this helped them fix the optics plus simplify their manufacturing. Right. So pretty smart, but yeah, I think this is the direction a lot of companies are taking, and that sort of scares me. If we are gonna end up with like uh, a world full of Hondas and. Uh, sort of nissans only let's see hmm. and this the is cheaper electric cars might just be just appliances so i mean could be appliances could be fun let's see I who don't... knows but yeah obviously uh, we would still want to see a diverse pool of cars rather than everyone becoming a mobility company <laughs> so yeah and i think do we want to talk about something else tesla 
we don't have anything about tesla i i do like but tesla is basically partnering with samsung to make their <laughs> self driving chips but i don't want to give it too much air time on our on our very, uh, very highly amazing. acclaimed highly acclaimed famous podcast <laughs> That's, that's about it that's about it and i oh, i, I honestly didn't want list. to end on the sad note that car companies are wrapping up their manufacturing and we might not have interesting cars in the future but it is what it is we don't know as of yet yeah we don't know but i mean could the, be interesting the signs are not nice no you car com- car companies packing up their manufacturing and and like taking it in a different entirely different direction like mitsubishi really makes cars Ford is packing up countries. Ford is packing up their products in their home country. Right. Uh, General Motors packing up countries. So I mean, these are not uh, confidence-inspiring signs. Hmm. Let's see. We always have motorcycles, at least. Yeah, next of course. Twenty years. <laughs> Till the time those are motorcycles are interesting. I'm okay. Right, right. Of course. Even I don't look at cars as sort of like entertainment or engagement. Cars are like. tools for me no it, road it, trips and all are different story it's not but for me it's not but yeah. still motorcycles i'm more interested yeah, in yeah i'm i'm just saying that like the money you and i can afford to spend hmm. for that you can get a mad fun motorcycle or hmm. you can get a pretty average vanilla car hmm. and you can have your fun on the motorcycle right so that that's in that way i'm saying like if you if you need a fun to drive vehicle you look at motorcycles and not cars for the money right So yeah, I guess that's about it. Uh, of course, again, a shout out to Hub Hopper, uh, a easy, free platform where we host our podcast and take care of distribution as well. Also, Cyan is now on Twitter. Big news. I guess we have addressed that a couple of times. Yeah, no, just once. I'm gonna remind people okay. again to give you a follow so that your uh, followers count. Count goes very... beyond twenty. <laughs> oh, it's still as twenty. Yeah, it is. Oh, okay, so some of you please follow this guy. <laughs> anyway, uh, obviously subscribe to the newsletter, and that's it. Thank you very much for listening. Bye bye.